Welcome to Align Your Practice, an exploration of the seamless relationship between the business of chiropractic and the future of natural health care. Join us as we engage with an array of talent, from seasoned experts to passionate new entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Esposito. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Align Your Practice podcast. This is Dr. Joe Esposito, and I'm excited to have uh, Dr. Adam Martinez on the call. Doc, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Well, I'm excited to have this call with you because uh, we were laughing before we got on, but you know, a lot of people in our profession focus on these profiles, personality profiles, and you had this highly dominant personality low loyalty, low conf- uh, compliance to systems, and a serious introvert. So it's like, first step is should I run away from the highly dominant? And they even say, they even say that's the, that could be the asshole trait of high dominance, low, low extroversion, because quiet dominant makes someone feel like they're not a nice person. <laughs> and, uh, you broke that mold for me because you're 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 a kind, respectful person. And but it's interesting to talk about personality. Tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that profile. It did match high dominance and, and introversion, but that didn't affect you when we talked. You knew who you are, where you're going. But give me your your perspective on it. So, um, you know, I think it was an enlightening in a lot of ways because sometimes like you, you have certain traits and and people will perceive you in a way and you almost match that a little bit. So, you know, I maybe always wasn't called the sweetest person in the room, um, but I, I wouldn't ever say I was unkind. And, and a lot of that goes back to uh, a couple of things that may have been able to kind of break that usual mold. And I would say uh, having two parents that are uh, the complete opposite of me, um, completely opposite, very sweet, extroverted, um, and they showed me the power, albeit I always tell people it's kind of in a sociopathic way. You know, I learned the value of communication and why, you know, things mean a lot more to some than, than they do to me sometimes, but it's still powerful in, in a way. So, so you learn it, why it's important. And also just being really curious and, and learning. So constantly I love to learn and to read and to do these things. And you figure more and more about yourself, which helps you figure out more about other people because you may not have a, a very, very common personality. So, but at the end of the day, in the real world, there's more of them than there are me. So I, I still have to live in that world. So I can sit <laughs> here and move around and be, be super dominant, but that doesn't do anything for my life or more importantly, other people. Yeah. So I have a similar profile as you, and I have to just be self-aware of how I approach, how I communicate how I respect. And sometimes I step out of my awareness and steamroll and validate. And it's just a checkpoint. So I like what you said, those profiling tell us how we're wired, how our neurology is set up. But our journey in life and our experiences dictate how we project ourselves and uh, interact with society. Is, is that kind of a fair statement? How you how you brought up it's not just how you're wired. It's, it's your experience. Absolutely. That's hundred percent right. So the reason why I wanted you to come on the podcast is we said, uh, you know, you had like 130% growth in 90 days since we had our, uh, our last convention. And what I've been realizing more and more every year 
every additional gray hair that goes on my head, uh, I'm realizing more and more success of the doctors is based on purely mindset. Um, and I'm proving it on like a weekly basis. And I'm so intrigued by it because in Align Life, we provide a system. And the, the goal of a system is to limit variables, take out variables, limit the number of variables in any experiment, right? And give the same thing and watch the outcome. So if the only difference is the human who gets the same process in the same country with the same name and the same tools, you would think the standard deviation would be 10 or 15%. And the standard deviation is like 400%. And it's just so interesting to me. So to, to go through the mindset, what I was realizing looking at your practice, and for those of you listening, whether you're a student or you're maybe a doc struggling or wanting to scale more, like just really think through mindset. Like you in January to February this year, you, uh, you know, you dropped 8%. Now in the first three years of practice, you should be growing every single month, just straight growth because that's the nature of a, of a practice in the beginning. From February to March, you went up 13%. From March to April, you dropped 22%. So it's this volatile up and down, up and down kind of mindset. Tell me what your, your state of mind that first part of the year, where were you at? And what were the struggles that maybe other people listening were dealing with the same thing? Where were you at? So, you know, I was at that place where um, I guess that was one year in into owning the practice. And just that the fatigue of, of that first year and you know, the overwhelm. And I think we that excitement, you know, starts to, to level off a little bit. And, you know, I wasn't I wasn't, uh, you know, going through training like I should with my staff. I wasn't wasn't even thinking to add any more staff on and you get stuck in these spots. That's why it's so nice to have you know a coach and things like that with, with Dr. Christina. I mean, sometimes you need someone from the outside looking in because you don't really, especially me, I'm not, I'm not a, not a huge money guy as you, you know, like you yeah. said earlier, and maybe I could stare a little bit more at my numbers than I, than I do, because I love the mission. I love what we do, but that fatigue gets to you when, when, when you're not really expecting it sometimes. <laughs> and, and it caught up to me and I didn't even realize I was in funk for, you know, for months, you know, and when your, when your energy is off and your, your, your staff feels it, your patients feel it, your conversion goes down. And I couldn't even imagine what that would feel like to, to happen for, you know, happen for a couple of months, but for it to happen to eat for years or things like that, you know, I, I want to leave the profession, something I'd love just because of that, that fatigue, it, it catches up to you. You, get, you almost get stuck, you get stuck. Yeah. So it's, it's, we get off purpose because sometimes we, if we're not following the coaching, we're not doing training, we get off purpose and we lose momentum. And I think the biggest the biggest uh, values in business, number one is creativity to know how to think through the adversity you're in. And the next thing is momentum. Momentum, success creates success. Whether you're at a screening and you have a lot of people in front of you, that just creates more people. Whether you're, you're, uh, you're staff and you are on purpose, then there's so much energy, the patients feel the energy and they refer more. It's momentum creates more momentum. So at, you came to our national convention in April, um, and within one month, you grew 44%. The following month, you grew 9%, and 5%, and 14%. Just the next three months collectively was 
44%. And then the next three months was another 33%. It was all in five, four and a half months. So what uh, was it something that happened at the national convention or was it a staffing shift or give, give me some scoop from that point to now changes mindset? Oh, well, it was, it was both. Actually, I had hired an office manager um, as per request the desperate request of my coach. <laughs> um, and he actually, that was his, his first week, uh, actually his first time he actually spent with me as an employee. Oh, that's right. At, at the, that's right. At the uh, revolution, uh, at the convention, at the revolution. And two, two big things happened was the, you know, being around like-minded people, you know, the mission, all those things are wonderful, but just people are also just successful in both life and in business. Uh, it's infectious. And the second thing was I had my, my back against the wall a little bit, which is uh, people think of it as a negative, but I see it as a gift. And what I mean by that is that over the, it, it, I didn't have a nest egg, which is not smart. I didn't have a nest egg, spent it all on construction before I got with the <laughs> and paying back those things over last year, even though we're you know, slightly profitable, it still wasn't an actual real profit because I was paying back debt. So I had nothing at the revolution. Like I got nothing. I had nothing paying with. I had nothing, and that back against the wall plus the motivation was just, a, it was a gift. It was a gift. Is he still with you, the office manager? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's killing it. Absolutely. So you see now, you know, we have to innate, we have an innate genius inside of us of where our values are. You're a strong clinician. You're compassionate. You serve and you get results. And that's your job. And you're good at your job. When we look at that profile, when you're low on compliance, the reason why your coach pushed you so far, because in Align Life, we train to just focus on your strengths. And if your weakness is compliance, we need someone there that can be compliant. So I think bringing that manager ha helped you just serve your innate genius and let you serve what you do, right? Would you say that was a big piece? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. He's he's a gift. He's a gift. Um just because you have someone who's going to, to you know, finish that project, who's going to, you know, to be on the job. Um, I tell my coach all the time, she, I love being honest, maybe to a fault. And I tell her all the time, like, I, I hate talking about this stuff. We're talking about <laughs> numbers and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm not happy about it. Uh, and I know it's important. And I, I, I see, you know, how people are successful. They're so important. Systems are so important. That doesn't make me love them anymore. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and having someone like Dallas who, who fit that profile as well, where, you know, he's, he does enjoy that. You, you, he's one of those guys who give him numbers and, man, he's, he's right here. He sees those numbers. He's going to get it done. He's, he's, he's one of those. And I love it because I don't have to do it. And, uh, and it's been a, it's been a great mix. He's actually funny enough talking about him. He's actually makes less money with me than he's probably made in years you know, according to his previous jobs, but, you know, being able to sell him on the vision of what we do and then seeing the revolution, you know, he's, he's bought in, he's here to help people. And it's a, it's actually a really beautiful thing seeing it. He'll get there eventually. We'll, we'll keep going, but it's amazing. Well, yeah, as you, uh, your steady growth continually, you're going to need to, you know, looking future facing, if you keep uh, expanding your consciousness of what you, how you can impact this world and realizing you don't need to focus those numbers every day. You don't need to live in that space. You need to understand it. You need to oversee it occasionally, but you have a teammate 
So your vision is to help other doctors get on the same mission as you inside of your influence, maybe another office or another doctor in your office. You want to, we're either growing or dying. We're moving in one direction or another. When we don't progress in a relationship, a personal relationship, then we start doubting the relationship, right? So we're always going one way or another, right? In our health, we're either going to premature death or optimal health. Every move, every behavior, every meal, everything we do as a patient, right? They're moving more to premature death or optimal health, every move. The same thing in business. So what I urge you to do is looking at this growth rate, you're sustaining about a seven average to 9% growth a month right now. If you could get your mind wrapped around what consciousness do you need to sustain 7% growth every month, you have to grow as a human and as a, as a uh, you know, as a being every month, 7% in consciousness to keep up with what impact you're making. Because the only thing that's going to limit you, it's not the lack of suffering people. It's just not, it's not that. There's enough suffering people that need your help. It's your own mindset and your consciousness. So you got to figure out what are you going to do every month to maintain a 7% growth? And that may not last for 10 years, but if you did 7 to 9% growth per month for the next 24 months and then reset at that moment, it's, it's a different world. It's a different impact of the community. And you have to see that now for the next year, not just the next month, but you got to start as the CEO looking at that 12-month mindset. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, it, when you're in crisis, you're planning next week. How do I pay rent, right? When you're in crisis, you're, you're planning tomorrow, right? Now you should be planning next quarter. Next quarter, you should be planning the next 12 months. So the, the shift in consciousness is your ability to project, the ability to see down. And that's the CEO world that you got to live in, not the numbers. But when you look at the trajectory of numbers, who do you have to be a year from now? And that's what you have to work on because the numbers are showing you're going there. The only thing that can get in your way is going to be your mindset. Now, I, I would challenge... A lot of people, the, one of the biggest battles I've had over 30 years is the investment in training. It's like, I don't know, I gotta take my staff, I gotta take time off, I gotta buy the flight, I gotta buy, and you made, you said something and I want people to hear. You had your back against the wall. There's no money, you had no backing. There's no mom, dad with a big purse. There's no uncle that had a pot of gold. There's no life insurance that's sitting there that's getting handed to you. There's, there's no bank account with extra dollars. There's nothing left. Now, you paid for flights. You took off work. You hired a guy that cost you money and you had no money. And you flew not just him. You flew your wife and you flew the manager mm -hmm. and closed the clinic and went to a convention. That's like burning the boats. That You've heard that story. It's like yep. uh, you go on the island and, and we're going to win this war and we're going to take their boats off the island, burn our boats because there's no turning back. You burnt the boats on that convention, right? Yep. There, there was yeah. no way. Yeah, and I, I, it's, a, it, it's, it's a gift. It sounds, it sounds so stressful in the, in the moment. You look back and it, it's just it, it's a gift to have that, that feeling um, personally just to know what it feels like. So and you get so much confidence knowing that you can 
you can get out. You have to prove it to yourself. Um, you can you can get out of it. And that's why there's such a big growth that next month because you talk about just laser focused. Um, and so it was it was something that was I think it was needed. It was needed. You you have to be at the end sometimes to to assess your character. I remember when I started Align Life and uh, I was in a room and uh, John Martini was the speaker, world-renowned chiropractor, wrote many books. He was supposed to talk to thousands of people in a conference, and it was one of the biggest storms of the year in Boston. There was six or seven of us that made it. The airport closed. No one could get it. So we didn't go in a big auditorium. We went in a classroom. Six of us in a circle, John D. Martini in his three-piece suit in the middle of a circle, three feet from us, and he was nailing us. And uh, he asked me, I remember he said, he was asking us all challenging questions. And one of the things he looked me right in the eye and said, if it was up to you and you were the last human being, could you save this profession? In my face, nose to nose, six people in the room, like, shit, yeah, I can. I could do it. And I'll never forget that moment because he challenged me. And I said to myself, ever since that day, I was like, will you give it all? Would you give everything for this profession? I was like, yes, I would. I don't know if I believed myself. And I remember through my journey of starting Align Life and Asiva and these missions I had, I remember reaching a point where I went to put my credit card, my debit card in the in the, uh, for gas. And I didn't have enough money for gas. I drained everything. My retirement account, sold three buildings, sold my second home, my Harley, my boat, my two jet skis, my savings account, all my investments, every single thing. And I built six successful clinics. I had a lot of prosperity. Every single penny was gone that I couldn't get gas. And from that day, Subconsciously, I think I created that to prove to myself I would go all in. <laughs> it's not destructive, but interesting, right? <laughs> to when you challenge yourself, are you authentically all in? And uh, it, I, I moved from that day on, and it, it's been uh, a growth uh, mindset. So, kind of similar to what you're saying. Absolutely, you know, it's, it's one of those things where um, I think one of the most proud moments I've had as an owner was uh, a few months in just the stress and like, when am I, how am I going to pay rent? How am I going to do all these things? And when it, when I was making care plans for patients and things like that, I was so, it, it sounds funny. I looked back later that day and I was like, you know, I didn't think about the money when I was making these care plans. And there, I, I, I always say that, you know, I'm for the mission, I'm doing all these things, but when you can truly say that you felt that and in that moment when when you need <laughs> you need the cash you need those things to happen um to to be really true when no one else is looking no one else is in your mind judging you you know besides yourself <laughs> and to say that you're you're really truly doing what's best for the patient with a clear conscience um is a beautiful thing in itself um so that that was really that was another kind of eye-opening moment for me. And you can be on mission and ultra successful financially yes. with the system. You don't have a system, then you start falling into scarcity and trying to get money and get patients. Once there's a get, 
it creates a uh, an uncomfortable um, and heavy lift to create the reality. So being on mission with the system is a beautiful thing. And the amount of revenue it creates is insane. And it's a good medium, the, the, the energy of money, because it allows us to experience and help others and help family, help your children, help your uh, everyone experience the greatest um, expression of their life possible. So it's a beautiful thing, the exchange of money. But I, I love not to sole focus on that as the primary. You know, I do want to bring up when I first met you, it was, it was interesting because a lot of people that join Align Life, they're researching consultants and franchise. They're in school. They talk to us for nine months. They're going back and forth, their accountant, their lawyer, their parents. We're talking to the parents. This is like a year. They finally make the decision. We start planning it. They're graduating in six months. They're learning scripts. They, they're like, I'm graduating in a month. We're preparing. We're looking for clinics. It's a long journey. I talked to you. You just opened the practice. You're about to put a sign up. And I said, so what's going on? Well, I heard you, you said, I heard you on a podcast. I think that's what you said, right? Yeah, you heard yeah. The it's a 1505 podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you said, uh, yeah, so I'm open. I'm about to put my sign up and I got two staff. I go, well, what is the staff? What are their job details? Because I don't know. I just was told to hire two staff. And I said, okay, let me, uh, let, let's have a conversation. <laughs> that was our first moment. You're about to put a sign. You canceled the sign. Uh, I remember you were going to put up a different sign. You said, all right. I don't know if you made the decision on a line life in 24 hours, but we were talking like three days later and it was like, all right, let's get going. I called my staff and said, I know you're going to hate me. Emergency. Let's roll like 48 hours. I need someone on this. They're like, what? You can't do this. <laughs> Tell me your perspective on that. Cause that's kind of what I saw through that. Yeah. So uh, the big thing was, uh, the goal for me, the vision is to is to be able to, uh, you know, I'm a Gonstead guy to spread and uh, high quality Gonstead. And I love our uh, our technique, but I see a lot of bad business owners. Um, so I, I don't think that they can do the, the best job they can. And I could sit in one place for for 40 years, become the best doctor and, and maybe get a you know, 20, 30 mile radius of patients around me. But that's not enough. I'm one person's not enough. So I want to be able to to spread that mission and, and put those guys in a good place. So scale was always the vision, but no direction on how I want to do that. And I I worked for a place before that um, you know he was doing well from a monetary standpoint. When it came to scale, that was a whole new world, whole new world. And I knew that systems and all these things would be important. And then as we were talking and I realized how clueless I was, I figured it would take me 10 years to create a, a second practice because I had no idea what I was doing. I wanted to be realistic with myself. And we started talking about those systems. I originally called you because there was a, a nutrition consultation. You were oh, talking about that's hey, what that's it was. It wasn't, I didn't even know what line life existed. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I, went, I was like, nutrition makes a lot of sense to me. How do I integrate that in? And then you mentioned the line life kind of offhand and, uh, I was like, whoa, 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 hold on a second, you know, slow your roll. I don't want to hear about this. And as we were talking, I was like, this is exactly, this makes so much sense to me because the, as an associate, the two practices before they were both, you know, million dollar cash practices. So I, I only knew straight Gonstead million dollar cash practices. And I didn't realize, you know, how rare that was until I started, you know, <laughs> seeing more and more of the practices and 
I also saw with the way that they ran their business, how stressful it was. And, you know, I got, I got three little kids and wife at home. Like that's, that's not an option because, um, if I had to be honest with myself, it, it's almost easier to want to grow the business than, than to do those things. So I would have ran my family to the ground. Um, I, I don't tell, I tell, I think I told someone at the revolution, I think it was Joe Clarino. I said, you guys saved my family because I would, I, I know myself, I would, I would have ran the other way. I would have ran to ease. Right. And I saw the, the potential of, of scaling with you guys, all the systems, all the help. And it's even the funny thing. It's more than what I expected, uh, which is it's, it's, it's so much more. Uh, there's so much more. Um, everyone is, is from the, the director of, of marketing with Carrie to Christina, to you, I, mean, I can text you and you and answer, you get an answer from you. Um, that, that's ridiculous. You, you don't get that with, with a you know, franchise or something like that. So I got so much more than I bargained for, but I, I knew what I, I needed. I needed a processes that I would not create myself in order to scale and have that vision, that big vision. Um, but one man by himself, like I, I would have been lucky if it would have taken 10 years now that I know what I know. <laughs> So you made the change, like we, you literally canceled the signage and, and jumped in um, and started right away on that. And it was a shaky journey because it was, we had to backfill all this training while you were opening the doors, right? And trying to see people at the same time of a fire hose of info. So uh, I just applaud you, uh, your humility and in, in, in your journey, your focus on your mission. I'm a clinician by heart. People think I'm a business guy. It's innate for me business. I'm a clinician. <laughs> I just love the impact. And when you want to see my excitement is when I go into the clinics, not looking at the revenue and all these people that are prosperous. I like going to Google and looking at reviews and authentic people saying how much their life changed. That's what feeds me. If I'm stressed and if I adversity, I go to your clinic, go to the clinics and I read stories and I'm like, this is amazing that we're able to stay together as a tribe impact thousands of people's lives and I'm part of this thing. That's where I get my gratitude. Um, I also get gratitude from hearing people taking care of their families and helping them live their potential and having peace. Like the feeling of peace for a human in this world that's very stressful, very money centric. Um, and to have peace is such a beautiful blessing for us. And peace comes with abundance uh, and abundance allows us to uh you know live inside of our potential so that's where i get my my uh my fill my cup filled is is those type of things that's why i enjoy these types of conversations you brought up gonstead i'm a diplomat in the gonstead system i i'm so impressed with that work um and i studied it for years my claim to fame is doug and alex cox told me i was the only one they ever certified on the diplomat program. It's done by the rest of the team. We were in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico 20 years ago, and they were on vacation at the seminar. And those two stepped in and goes, we're gonna certify him. <laughs> so I had like the two, uh, the two big wigs uh, brothers uh, questioning me and certifying me. So I felt uh, I really enjoyed that experience. But you know, it, it hurts me in our technique. I'm part of it so I can comment on it. And any techniques where we kind of shun away from business, it, it's it's disheartening to me because that creates suffering. So I remember being at the Gunstead Seminar. I used to speak a lot at their conference. 
And I remember uh, John Cox having five guys on stage and it was these million dollar clinics, four of them. And saying, do you market? No, I don't market. Do you, uh, how much money do you make? I make blah, blah, blah. Do you, do you handle business? Do anything business? No, I don't. And how much do you do? And it was like one guy from Australia, one guy from Iceland, one guy from the US. And it was like three, four people around the world. And they're all ultra successful. And it, it, the concept was, see, it, you don't need to focus on business. You don't need to focus on marketing. You don't need to focus on any of this stuff. And then I raised my hand and I said, I adamantly disagree because if you're going to learn to play baseball, you need to learn the fundamentals. I'm not going to put just the pros on stage and saying it's real easy. You can be a pro. I, I wouldn't do that to society if they want to play baseball. I'd give them the skills and see how they can grow, but not everyone is automatically a pro baller. So I said, I adamantly agree. I think people need to hear business. They need to understand so they can live in the mission or they're going to suffer. So I disagree adamantly. And uh, I was never invited back to speak, but I went into the bathroom and I've never shaked so many hands in a bathroom and got so many hugs in a bathroom. <laughs> for people saying, Thank you for speaking up. Oh my God, I'm using a consult, but I don't tell anyone. I can't pay my car payment. I'm suffering. I'm not kidding. It broke my heart. My colleagues and my, my technique that I love, group of them, follow me down the hall, follow me in the bathroom, pleading their pain. And, and this is sad, and I don't want to leave on a sad note, but one of the gentlemen stood up after that in front of everyone and said, I do everything I'm told in a technique, and I can't feed my kids. He took his life within a year of that seminar. And it is destructive for me to see that type of pain that people go through. So my mission is to help Kairos uh, uh, reach prosperity in their, their life, their quality of life and financially so they could live in the mission. Does that make sense? Like that's kind of how I think I can help them. It's huge because a lot of these things aren't, they're, they're definitely not innate. At least they weren't to me. Um, so the business standpoint too, if you really embrace that, it really, it goes back to exactly what you were talking about earlier, where it's just about personal growth anyways. Um, so I've actually come to really enjoy the process, uh, of, of growing. You, you get to see where your energy is and, and some numbers right in front of you. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I read our numbers. Uh, yeah. I look at our, our practice diagnosis sheet and I know where my energy is. I know where my mission is. I know where my teams is because we all have different, you know, rocks and all these things, but I would have never known how to organize that if it was up to me. Um, I know some some other guys that uh, you know they've been in practice the same. They graduated with me, and they they'll go buy some system from Grant Cardone or from you know someone someone like that where it's not even a one to one relationship, and they have a hard time integrating it in. You can have the information, but having a team around you who's done it is is invaluable. Like I, I can't understate that. <laughs> no, that's beautiful to hear. I, I like people knowing that a line life is authentically people that want to serve each other. It's like a family uh, just helping people succeed. And I love hearing that you look at the diet, the practice diagnosis, a one pager. That was a custom design program that I had built with uh, people that do analytics for banks. And they, the cost of building that was like $300,000 supporting the programmer. That one page uh, stat or uh, digital 
automatic statistical sheet that you don't have to take numbers and put in a spreadsheet. It's all auto-calculated based on actions. So we've eliminated the human error component. And now someone like yourself that doesn't like numbers, like you just said, can look at a one page on a computer screen for automated data. And you just said it, you know you're, you're, where you're at on your mission, your purpose, your staff, right? In a one yeah. page, you don't need to look at all this stuff. As the owner of this clinic, you know what's going on in one page. That's beautiful. Um, well, awesome. I think that was a great, great discussion. I'd love to have you on as you progress the practice. I, I see big things. I want to challenge you to challenge yourself outside of adversity because what happens when the adversity is gone is you don't have that drive because you go to the dentist more because you have tooth pain than you want pretty teeth. That's just innately. We avoid pain more than we seek pleasure. Yes. I want you to start graduating from the cortisol adrenaline, you're gonna be living in dopamine and serotonin, which is happy and peaceful, and it decreases drive. It just does. You're out of emergency. You're not an ultra success yet, but you're out of emergency. So you gotta change what you're feeding your brain on a hormonal mindset, and you gotta double your mindset of the mission to serve suffering people. Because the energy on I can't live in pain and not pay rent or I can't do like the pain that you had before you joined Align Life to now you're gaining fast success. You have to start feeding the brain and focusing so deeply on the mission of the amount of people suffering. The, the little kids that are getting put on Ritalin next week, the, the adolescent kid that's getting a rod put in their spine on Monday, the, the depressed person that's going to be on antidepressants for the next 30 years the obese people that have nowhere to turn except for programs that have lose as much muscle as fat and destroy the future of their health and their, their, uh, their relationships because you, know, you lose your health, you lose everything. I want you really keenly understanding the suffering out there and driving that versus avoiding the pain because you're going to be losing, you're in this middle of losing all the pain of suffering. Does that make sense? Do you, do you see the need to how you have to shift that? Not that you're not on mission already, but do you feel what I'm saying? Uh, no, 100%. 100%. Um, I actually have started uh, you know, even more coaching with like even like Coach Sebastian and things like that. Okay. I have just because I, I I felt that distraction of success, like just a little bit. You know, I don't come from a lot of money and things like that. So I, I knew right away. I was like, this is something that I need to get taken care of. Or I'm not going to be able to get over this hump. Um, the the, the mission, things like that, it's much more natural, but it, it starts, it's easy to let something again, just distract you. There's always something that's going to distract you. Even the, that's funny because we don't, I never expected the good things to be a distraction, but they're even more so <laughs> as I would argue. So you're hundred percent right. I love that you said that though, because that's something that um, I think a lot of people stop at where I'm at. Um, they would consider themselves successful here, but there's so much, so much more that we can do for people. There's so much more that we can do for people. Um, I'm actually, I, I just enrolled in program with, uh, on your, on your recommendation, functional medicine university. Uh, I'm going to go towards that, that diplomate in nutrition as well. Oh, good. Um, so just because if I'm going to do something, I want to do it hundred percent, um, which is why, that's why I chose Gonset, right? I, I thought that was the one that made the most sense to me. So I went hundred percent that way. Now I want to make sure that, that I'm serving people at a really high level. And what I'm doing is ultimately, is I want to be prepared for that vision when it does come. 
um, which means that I have to be the expert. I don't, I sh I'm not going to expect my, you know, someone to walk in and be an expert. I have to be the expert for them while I'm teaching them and letting them grow. So uh, that's, that's wonderful advice. Do you have uh, a clarity on your vision? Can you taste it, smell it, see it? Can you write it? Can you speak in front of a stage right now to a bunch of investors that you have immense clarity on what the next three years looks like that you can have people put down a million dollars right now because the clarity and conviction that you speak about what the future looks like. You've proven scale. Now it's time to your potential to impact people's lives on a bigger scale. What does night, what does 36 months look like to you? I love that. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start with, uh, with, by the end of this year. So end of this year, I want to be fully staffed and, and I'm looking at, and right now looking for it. So that, that means a, a second doctor and this office was always meant to have a second one. It's built to have a, another one. We've got feeder rooms, everything like that. So the second doctor, uh, health coach, um, health coach is someone we're, we're currently looking for right now that will run uh, and help me with the, the integration of the nutrition, the blood testing, as well with the uh, uh, metal life. Because uh, we're in Texas, you know, we don't, we don't make them small here in Texas. Uh, <laughs> so it's you're going to be launching blood work. You're going to be launching the weight loss program. People are going to be doing customized the nutrition packs that we now have ability. So you're going to be really shifting people's ability to live drug free, balance their body composition, reduce inflammation while you're over here looking at structural integrity, neurological function. And the beauty is the connection between you and a health coach delivering, you know, lifestyle and mindset, structural and neurology to raise that level of human existence. And I'm glad you're doing that because that's my one of my big life purposes. Integrating nutrition in a chiropractic model, a franchise, it's probably the toughest thing on the planet to do <laughs> because people don't know how to focus on that. They don't realize you have to hire someone to do it. it it's another whole deliverable and it, it takes time. But when you give that result, when people are in shape, they, their body composition is unchecked, their inflammation reduced, their risk of heart disease goes down, they're neurologically more sound, they're exercising, they're energetic, they wake up with fire and vigor. That's a product, buddy. <laughs> so um, I'm excited to see what happens to the practice with this lift that you're going to do. And this is all by the end of the year, you said. This the is by the end of this year. Yeah. So I want to get those systems down. And then as soon as um, it, it, so I, I would love to, by the end of this, this time next year to be looking at breaking ground on, on another location. Um, that, that would be, that would be the, the best thing for us. So we were in the Houston area. We got plenty of space. Uh, <laughs> we got plenty of space there and we offer something different than other people do that at the end of the day, we have, we're here to help the whole person. Um, I hate the analogy that, that, that people are, are like cars. That just that pisses me off. Uh, we're nothing like cars. <laughs> we're nothing like cars. That's a one small component is the mechanical end. And uh, when we stop there, um, I think I think we're hurting people in, in a way, especially I, I love Gonsa, but we're, we're a pain model. Yeah, that's the way we're taught things. I don't know that he was like that specifically, but I know the way we're taught things are definitely a pain model. And, and I've had patients come from from uh, mentors, uh, you know, 10, 20 years that they were with them. And they're telling me, oh, I saw Dr. So-and-so every six months and then I take an X-ray. And, and we're sitting at, at phase three, everything's fused together. What, what did we accomplish? Um, 
and we never talked about diet or, or movement or mindfulness or sleep. And um, that was our job. You know, we're, we're here to teach ultimately. Uh, and people have no idea what health looks like. They have no idea. And we're not taught those things. It's, 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 it's they're counterintuitive half the time. Um, so um, that's, that's where our mission is, is, is to be able to teach those things. Um, and and I, I want a team to be able to do that. I want a team of, of amazing doctors around me. Every one of them smarter than me would be even better. Um, I, I want all those things um, for people. Um, I don't need my name on it. I don't need anything like that. I just I, I want that's that's the big difference. I want my, my kids to grow up in that world because it's the opposite of what I grew up with. Most people, my my, my family don't live past about 65. So. Yeah, it's 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 a especially Hispanic background, and they've they passed away at sixty five, but they got diabetes at thirty five, um, and it, it's a low quality life. And then you even see their their personalities change. They're a husk of the person that they were, um, you know, ten fifteen years ago. By the time they're they're at their end, and um, turning that frustration into something that we can that I can build on, and <laughs> is what I'm doing. Um, so. That's why I got into chiropractic in, in the first place. So that that's always been the mission. And now with the line life, I have an actual path. Love it. So one to ten, would what would be? Would you do it again? Line life, like authentically? Oh, 100 uh, percent. Ten, ten, absolutely. Um, it it doesn't ever. I always told myself, you know, after I see chiropractors go around that 10, 15 year, they start to get dangerously arrogant because they're really good at their jobs. And I was, I, I made a commitment to myself. Like I want to make sure that I, I stay with the line, like no matter how smart I feel like I am um, because having a team, a system and is huge. Even just the community of, of the other line lives, good people, wonderful people. So um, you always got to watch out for yourself a bit, especially when you're like us. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. That Those are good points. And again, back to your humility and, uh, in your approach is going to create massive success. Uh, the, the ability to have dominance with humility is probably the, the silent, most powerful combination is those two things. Uh, if you have just dominance without humility, you get into trouble or just humility without any level of strength and confidence and your ability to drive is, is, is risky as well. So here's what I'd like to, uh, if you open another clinic within a year, when I say 36 months, that's three years. I would say within three years, there would be three clinics, probably at least one more. Um, what I'd like to start doing is doing case studies. We're starting to build a research department in, uh, in the organization. Uh, and I'd like to start have publishing case studies in your clinic. And I'd actually like to start pulling together uh, outcome in a large group in your clinic over the next two years that we can publish. Um, research on any passion that you have. So my commitment is to get behind anything you want to prove. I want to prove natural health care is more effective than conventional medicine. And that's why we have the database. That's why we created the franchise. That's why we formulate custom products and change them at will based on pre-post results. Because for me, it's all about outcome. I do this because I want outcome of human potential to be raised using uh, innate, uh, innate intelligence and the laws of universal intelligence in order to help uh, life expression to the highest uh, ability that we can. And we have to start proving this stuff or else we can't, the next generation is just gonna have to start over 
We have to start documenting it. A lot of people hate that. I don't want to do research on this. I'm going to have a team do it. I just need you to continually doing the work that you do. And I'm going to start mining data, if that's okay with you, that we can start publishing and getting behind the work that you do so we can have it a legacy for uh, not just the Align Life organization, for this profession or for, for mankind, that we can get behind the innate potential of humans <laughs> versus uh, leaning on the fear-based conventional method of healthcare, which I think is on its way out. And I think we need to stand up and serve communities uh, with the truth. So that's my little soapbox on where I want to go with things. But I can only do that on a grand scale when I can do that and help you do that in your community, help you with your three to five clinics and change Houston as a place in this country to make it the healthiest city possible with a chain of clinics. Maybe it's 15 with billboards about uh, human potential, with radio spots and public messaging and uh, you know what I mean, where we just infiltrate the school systems, the companies with the truth. And it takes a tribe and soldiers and all of us together to do that. This fragmentation in the profession is the downfall of the movement of healthcare. And my desire is for you to bring your friends, me to bring my friends at Kairos, and let's just come together and just have the same message so we don't confuse society as best we can uh, as one unit. Does that resonate with you? I know I get on a mission and I, I, I got to climb out of my seat here. <laughs> no, absolutely. I always uh, I tell my office manager all the time when I hear you talk, I get on fire. Um, so that the mission is the only thing that really makes sense. Uh, that, that mission you have, it's the only thing that makes sense. Um, outcome is the only thing that should make sense. Like I, I don't understand how to think any other way. Um, so that's 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 an easy one to just want to grab a hold of and, and that was i remember we talked about a little bit the research part and that's the reason why Kyrie, all those things were involved and uh, i love it i love it especially when i hear that you know i don't have to do things um <laughs> as well as that you, we're gonna have a team do those things so um just being a part of something like that because it's so easy to um to explain to patients what what we do and why we do things because intuitively they know what we have currently happening doesn't make any sense. People are looking for what we do. People are in a few small yeah. explanations and they just jump right in because it makes sense. It makes absolute sense. I, I say, and other Kairos get mad at me. I go, this shouldn't be this easy. It just shouldn't be this easy. Of a society of six suffering people, you have the truth, you have the answers and you have a system and it's damn fun to take care of people and you make a lot of money. It shouldn't be this easy. <laughs> and, and Kairos want to slap me. And I say, it, it shouldn't be this easy. We have everything in our hand. We have an opiate crisis. They're solving pain problems with heroin-like substances. They're solving infections with masks. I mean, it can't be this easy that what they're trying to do is so ridiculous that, that we have an opportunity that is just mind-blowing. It's just mind-blowing of what we can do. Never mind the business sense, but just on mission how easy this really is if we get out of our way. We're so in our way with our minds and our limiting beliefs, our childhood stories, all of the garbage. A mind is a toxic place and most people are so stuck in their mind and their limiting beliefs that they just can't see through a lens of truth and reality of where they can go with this beautiful profession. Um, well, I'm gonna ask you to come back January 
I'm putting you on the spot in front of anyone listening, everyone listening, help me keep Adam on, on course here. January coming back on to talk about your doctor, to talk about your health coach, to talk about the design of your next clinic location, not the build, but where's the vision? Where are we going? What's going on? We're going to have you back on in January. And I'm going to ask you, Adam, not to be, not to use a line life, but to be a line life in your heart and soul to help us on this mission to tell other Kairos and, and uh, continue to perpetuate this mission because we're in this together, brother. You agree? Absolutely. I love the way you said that. Awesome. All right, man. I, I'll talk to you before January, but uh, you'll definitely be on here six months, man. Thanks. That sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. This episode was brought to you by Align Life Chiropractic and Natural Health Centers. If you're interested in creating your dream practice or want to know more about Align Life, go to alignlifepodcast.com.